You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. The content train continues, punters, dribblers. Back with another interview, but before that, obviously, Edward, how are you, my friend? I'm well. It's the year of the punter and the dribbler. We've been saying it. We've been reinforcing it. We've been delivering on it. Yeah, it's the year right. of the P and the D. That's it. And joining us today is a good friend, uh, one half of the North Bondi Motorino Social Club clothing brand, um, Clary Moore. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. What's happening, fellas? Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Now, before we get into it, uh, well, you know, we have to obviously give a token gesture uh, of a Halo Sport midnight blue corduroy hat, but I do believe you've already fucking got one. Oh, well, mate, you know, you got to support the boys. You've been giving me a lot of good content. I've been enjoying it. Mm. My hour, hopefully an hour of 20 a week. And uh, now even more with the uh, extradition ones. <laughs> so I bought mine, just, you know, supporting the boys. That's what it's about. I and uh, one, of 100, one of 100,000 yeah. hats going exactly. out the door. I heard more. I heard more. Well, well look, a tick under. A tick <laughs> under, in fairness, but certainly call it 100. Anyway. But, mate, do you like the 100% Merino wool blue, midnight blue corduroy? I do. It's dark. It'd it's look mysterious. good on you, mate. Put it on now. Yeah, you mean, like, you may as well throw it on. But I think, though, it'd only be fair to the P's and the D's that missed out, and there's many of you that did. Do you Ooh. want to donate one? Yeah, I might donate it to uh, my boy in Brisbane, Willyata, Chris Ciliato. Okay. okay. Um, I got him onto the podcast. Yeah. And now I think, yeah, there's a good Queensland chapter growing. There is. Amongst yeah. these Brizzy boys. So yeah, shout yeah. out to the Brizzy boys. Mate, that's, that's a lovely So who idea. is he? What's his name? Chris Ciliato or Silly. Uh, has your decade just been made, yeah, bro? Yeah, silly. Welcome. <laughs> silly. Membership. Vicarious membership. Love that. Um, well, let's get into it. I'm genuinely interested in... Well, you started off... You, you played junior rugby league for the Roosters. You're a huge yeah. Roosters fan, hey? Yeah. yeah I almost wore my Manly jersey in. I've got it out there, but I was like, you know what? Let's just fucking... Yeah, I was going to make the same. I was like, we'll just leave it. We'll keep it neutral here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a happy space in here. It is. What level of like ju- of junior rugby league did you play? Um, so I left school and then went straight to the Chooks twenties. Did uh, so I was like I was. So you played Toyota like, Cup? Yeah. Oh shit. So I did three years of that. We uh, fuck, we had a pretty good team. My first year when I was like eighteen, just out of school. We had that. Yeah, we were stacked. Who'd you have? Like I knew you played. The only person I know, just because I'm a fucking MMA fiend, was that you played with Ty yeah, Tuivasa. Yeah. Bam bam. Was he part of that side? Yeah. So I think we had like. Fullback was a loafer loafer. He played with like Kurtley and that when they won the Super Rugby. And then there was oh, like yeah, Chase yeah. Blair, Curtis Rona, Tate oh, Munger. Yeah. Jesus. Riley Jacks, Jack Littlejohn, I think he debuted for Manly. I did play he for did. Manly. Yeah. yeah. Good Manly stock. Good Manly yeah, stock, yeah. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Kane Evans and Napa were our front rowers. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ethan Lowe was one second rower. Oh. Isaac Liu. It's crazy to hear about... Heavy the- hitters, bro. <laughs> it's because they always say, right, they always say that, and this is a stat I read, that only 2% of 20s players play in the NRL. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing more more than fucking 2% <laughs> yeah. of that side playing NRL footy. That's yeah. wild it stuff. It was psycho. And I come off the bench. I was like kind of utility nine. Come off the bench with like Ty, who's just a monster. And then another guy, Brandon Tago, another monster. And we just, after Nath and Kane had done their shit in the front row, we just come in, steam in as well, and I'm just out the back going, how good is this? Oh, so how'd you guys go in the 20s? Well, I came in like half through the season after SG, after SG ball season, with like, Ty was underage as well, sort of thing, and a couple other guys. And then I think, um, 
we ended up winning like 11 in a row sort of thing and we ended this big march into finals and then kind of lost into like Cronulla or something oh, on no. the Friday night which made for a pretty exciting f- first Mad Monday Fuck how man. did Ty used to go oh bro he loved it eh so big <laughs> fast skillful was he good yeah he was good big boy could have kept going we're taking a bit of work because he's such a big dude like yeah, yeah. like he, he doesn't look like the weight falls off him no nah. or like that an nrl diet would have nah. fucking he looks good now when he's fighting yeah I, I, I assume that's as like small as he could get yeah oh so he was huge yeah, he was he, oh he was, was he like even bigger one, oh like, mate, what? yeah bro like he's a big dude head to toe just holy huge shit. bro oh my 150. god 150 yeah, yeah like, that's proper like big right. man massive Oh my, those boys, those 20s boys are big, yeah. big Was that big. like, I find rug, and I never, look, didn't play rugby league professionally, same professionally. Are you going to drop the fact that you played at some sort of high achieving level? No, 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 like no, I'm saying that we played for the Maury Boars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> back in the day. Look, we did, they skip. weren't that big out in Maury, they weren't though, that but big they were hard boys. Well, I think it was sort tough. of like, you know, played they were very balls. tough. Good country stock out there. But I find the rugby league forward to be the most intimidating sort of, and maybe Islander forward, to be like the most intimidating brand of athlete that I could ever come up against. Oh, front rowers, bro. I like, I reckon rugby league kickoffs are the most gnarly thing <laughs> ever. Like in sport, like maybe big wave riding and getting yeah. in the yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that. Bam, bam. And, then, and then standing up to a rampaging... <laughs> Tied to a Vasa yeah. off a 30, 40 metre <laughs> start. As fast as that boat can run and you've got to match him, bro. Or yeah. see or you later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and they both know it. And someone like Narps, he, he doesn't step Purely just to be like, I ain't stepping, bro. Yeah, I'm... And I'm like, fuck, man, that's just hectic. What's it like being a young guy in the Roosters system, which is obviously zero juniors by all their players, cunts, but like... One junior. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're a junior, right? You're yeah. a Roosters. You are a legitimate yeah, yeah, yeah. Roosters junior. We found him. But basically a union player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the... What's it like being in, a, in like the Roosters? Isn't their system like... It seems like it's. They always talk about it being sort of ultra professional, you yeah. know, super serious. Does that filter down to the juniors? Yeah, definitely. But I think, um, like, when you're 18, you kind of come out of school. You don't really know what's going on. But you know, you're in a, you're in already a professional environment with the 20s, at least for that age. Yeah. But then I think you don't have so much, and I don't think first. I think it was for Brian Smith because I did a bit of first grade training with them, and it was like, yeah, good. But then I think once Robbo came through, he became 2013, which is my last year of 20s. And then I think that's, he brought that and then you kind of saw it kind of carry on after that. And I think after he kind of came in as well, they've really made a nice, I don't know. Got a bit more. Empire there. How intense is 20s? Like how often are you training? Oh, it's pretty like, it's like four times a week. You you travel on games. Like in the Arvos, because you got to work like. So you have to work as being part of being in the 20s? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you got to like, there's like, you either have to study or work. And then I would be at like the beach all day in summer, and then I'd say I was working on my mate's boat, like at the. At the <laughs> so no one's checking. No, no, not really, bro. Like they try to do a bit, and then they try to look for jobs, but they're just doing it so the NRL gets off their yeah, back. Yeah, it's a box. They don't care. But then, like a lot of the big dogs are all like training first grade and stuff anyway, like. Right. So if you're training first grade as well, I imagine you don't have to fucking go on. No, but like you're like back then, like I don't know, I don't even know if they do it anymore. You're you're, you're going where the NRL goes. So if you have got a Monday game 
in Melbourne, which we did, you got to go to the game in Melbourne on Monday, and like you got to fly there, and then the next week it's on Friday, and you don't. It's hard to hold down a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you were the curtain raiser, right? The twenties back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you just never fuck. You don't even know what time you're going to be playing, what time training will be every week. So you just and even trying to do uni, you're just like, bro, like I don't even know, man. So I went to uni with no friends, doing third year subjects, first year, just all over the show. All over the show. What'd you study? I was doing sports science for like a few years, and then. Oh, brushed that and then eight years later finished with a uh, sport and exercise management sick so a good style. so how did you get into rugby league like because you were playing rugby union did yeah. you get scouted yeah well i was yeah i hurt myself in the gps second grade game and um then i kind of missed out on like new south wales and all that shit and i was just like oh, fuck, whatever studied and that and then we had a bloke at our school dane atkinson who was a weapon as well and his old man, kind of, I mean, he was from Coffs and been at Roosters for Howard Marts and then SG Bournemouth, whatever. And uh, his old man put in a good word. Then I showed him like my highlights. And then they were like, yes, yeah, we can you train 20s like next week? Mm. The week after finishing the AGC, I was just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, all right, four times a week. <laughs> straight in like, oh, like five, 5.30 gym sessions and shit yeah. in the morning. You're just like, oh, you just like, want to be out with the boys. But I mean, you're also doing something like, yeah. you never, ne like, you thought you were going down to BCs to play Colts or something, you know? Yeah. So, mm. how, yeah. How was, like, how long did you play footy for before you gave it away? NRL. Well, I, mean, I, I did like the three years there, and then I was like, fuck. I was kept going out to Henson Park, and I, and I did a bit of Howard Matz then. I was like, I'm done with not going to the Jets. Then went down, I actually went down to Randwick, played a bit of union there, and I still had like professional kind of hopes. aspirations. Yeah. aspirations yeah. yeah. Went around for like three games, then sacked that. That was big, <laughs> bad shit. Big, bad why, shit. Why, 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 why? I don't know why I went there. There was an old coach there, and I followed him, and I was like, yeah, this would be a mad idea. Like, <laughs> And then next minute I was like playing third grade. And, then I, was, <laughs> and I just finished like twenties. I've been training for and I was like, fuck this, mate. Like play this game in Gordon. I was like, I'm out of here, bro. It's my twenty first, like just yeah. huge session in my house. Yeah. And then Tuesday, broken man, and then like uh, the old East had Simon Cronin Simon Cronin was like coaching at East at the time and our head coach left. He ended up winning like the, the premiership with like Norse and went to the Tars, whatever. And then he got me on friend of a friend and then he got me over and then I was just kind of doing like hooker stuff there, like second and first grade. For where? At Beasties. At East, right. Yeah. So what happened with the rugby league? What was it that, when did you sort of, when was it a Well, I had like two league? Ricos there, two shoulder Ricos. Oh shit, really? Yeah, and like I came back all right, but then didn't come back that good. And then I was like, it could be just a gamble going to Newtown or like you go and go back to... So they want you to go yeah. to because you finish twenties. They then go, what you got to go play for? Like they're not giving you a contract. You got to go play for Newtown, and then if you play well, swing us that vape, please, Edward. Oh, if you play well, then yeah, you either get give you a contract. With, with, yeah, they could give you like I don't know, off season. You try train off season as like a out of twenty, like a grade player, and then you might be on matches or you just train throughout the season. Then you go back to Newtown, right? At right. The, or the reserve grade at the start of once that kind of season kicks yeah. off. But they need the numbers around the first grade area especially when you're players on tour and yeah, yeah do they come and talk to you about that are they sort of like sit down mate need to have a chat and you're like, yeah oh, or the fuck. manager i kind of knew it was like my time and i was just like yeah what are you? and they're like nah and I was like, how oh, do you know because what because of the shoulder ricos and oh i just wasn't playing. playing that good as well like i came back all right and then just didn't play that good and oh fuck i'm bad enough to admit it yeah, yeah. well like i mean leagues leagues gnarly bro so i was like yeah i wouldn't mind it going back to union trying it a bit out yeah a bit of 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, there was wasn't ever a party that wanted to go out to Henson Park, play for the Jets, and and no, and no. and go and go the full grind back to the big time. Oh, like that hungry. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Well, I don't think I don't think I don't think league was that suited to me, bro. It's a pretty gnarly game. Yeah, you know, there's no pilfering in league. Like you were, what are you in league? So you're seven or six. Well, in I was like a hooker, but oh, right. like a pretty crap hooker, but a good footy player. Yeah, like, yeah, loose yeah. forward, I guess. Yeah. Not the best thrower. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know, but I'd been going to bloody Newtown for like three or four years and I was just fucking overdriving there, bro. Oh, Mate, so that's but, where they train the 20s? Well, like, like most of it, yeah. You do a bit out at Kipax just there, but like a lot of, bloody, yeah, there's a lot of Henson Park time. I'm just like, mate, fuck this joint, eh? Oh, I thought they were at um, St. Mark's that... Who used to train? I thought the Roosters the used to train. That you know that athletics field in Kensington. Oh, AS Marks. AS Marks. AS Marks. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was probably more of a rugby union destination. Like the Roosters would be like, Nah, we'll take oh, the SFS, bro. That's no, during the day, bro, because the twenties train in after oh, the day. So you might right. be kids running on the track and shot putters. So <laughs> oh, putting yeah, the yeah, shot, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I used to do sprint training at AS Marks yeah. when I was sprint training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> never heard of anything. Summer athletics, mate. At school, you know, they obviously wanted me to be in prime condition. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was like, how quick classy. can we? How quick can we get it? They wanted you in Big Nick. Yeah. Tell me, what's it like? <laughs> <laughs> tell me, what's it like defending as a nine in rugby league shit, against man. the big boys? Shit, you just explained. Yeah. Like, kind of, there's like, like but a... walk me through it. Walk oh. me through the process. Like, so you know, you've got a big boy with a big start running at you. What are you thinking? How do you approach it? Could you shoulder charge still as well? My yeah. No, my first two years you could. Lovely. When I was playing with Dylan Napa, he could he could shoulder charge. He could kill mate. people. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, and then and they got rid of it. I was like, mate, you are, you're worth nothing, bro. <laughs> like, what are yeah. you gonna do, man? Like wipe a zero off his contract. Yeah. But you just I don't know. Yeah, these guys just coming at you all game. It's pretty intense. Like, but also as a nine, you're just up back. And twenties is fast as well. So you're up back, and I'm walking into a game going, I'm gonna be like ring hanging out big time today. yeah yeah like because if you're gonna if they're like, they're like you might have to punch out 80 today like <laughs> which is often and yeah you're just up back tackling 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 and then all you gotta go run and dish the ball yeah yeah. so yeah. someone like kind of cameron smith i don't even know how he does that yeah 400 games it's psycho bro that's non-rep makes not including representative and what he doesn't he, look what's the minimum well. number of tackles he'd make 35 oh no 40 yeah 35 if they're kicking ass yeah Probably, it's it's <laughs> every a, game. That's a gnarly position, bro. And then yeah. he's just coming out, slotting pole, poles, and like just darting out, still terrorizing my roosters. I'm like, oh, can you fuck off? <laughs> and it also just like after the game, still not being that tired, where he can sort of, he can still speak well, and he can still like yeah. you know he just talk really well. eloquently after the game. Like, yeah, you know, we did pretty well. I'm like, I don't understand how. You're able to. Is I not, can't even talk well just in general, let alone after playing 80 minutes of footy. If you played if you were put through the rigors of even 40 minutes of what he goes through you oh. would be stretched off the well, field yeah you'd, you'd be on life support i'd be dead before you'd be on life support i'd be dead or at right. least it'd be very close to they'd be reading me my last rights they'd get the priest in <laughs> your heart would explode <laughs> yeah mate so how, how soon after footy did you get into the the sort of you know the clothing brand oh, game yeah. well that kind of started like i don't know it kind of started by an accident when we started getting our bike licenses and um we're up at terry hills <laughs> did you go no, out to north the... bondi oh no i went and got mine at clyde where the fuck clyde? is clyde yeah where is clyde clyde's what? under the m4 out of granville 
Oh, shit. And I rode out there with like a, oh, no, I drove out there. Then I remember getting my peas. I gave myself pneumonia riding out there after a big, like, bender with like a, a hoodie on. <laughs> Damn, bastard, bro. <laughs> Went around the truth, like, someone's got pneumonia here. And I was like, wait, so is that heavy? And someone's like, mate, that's fucked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, righto. Just I thought it was an itch cough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so you're out at Clyde. You're out at Clyde. Yeah, do the L's, you know. They're all some strange characters out there. Isn't there just? Yeah, and my dad got me on today. He was like, mate, it's the best thing ever. Got it back. And then I think, I, I think, yeah. And then like, I don't even know how. And then like me and Naps, we'd like be riding around up at North Bondi. And then we, I think he came up with a name. He was like, yeah, we called ourselves like the North Bondi Motor and Social Club. And then we'd do like stupid videos somewhere they are. And then yeah, and then I was like, fuck. and then a few of the boys got um got bikes, and I was like, I'll make a I'll make a t-shirt for us, and like I've got a photo of the original that I drew up with my hand, which is just trash. <laughs> Hit up and Dylan's um housemate as a graph design, I'm like, can you just make that? Nice, you know, a, a Vandito looking thing. Yeah. And then we made tees, and then it kind of slowly just like kicked on from that, and then in like 2018, I was like, well, and then my mate Grunner was like, oh, I reckon we could do something better with this. And then we kind of yeah and like i was trying to do it and then he kind of came on he had a really nice finesse to it in terms of the like the way the, the clothes looked and the designs. Oh, a bit of the design and just the insty like he had mm. a good little creative arty eye as well yeah but a bit more of a finesse i've got a i don't know more of a drive in like the soul of it maybe yeah okay mm. yeah so, so he complimented me well there what how does the design process happen because i was thinking about this like in terms of we've obviously got the midnight blue corduroy caps that are hundred thousand just tick under hundred thousand sold which is I, I must say not bad for our first drop oh it's fantastic Mate. for our first drop fantastic but the design process i'll have one as well please Eddie. yeah yeah yeah. let's crack into them before they get uh well we've also got some uh we've got some, we've got some, stubby. some glasses as well um <laughs> but yeah just the design process i imagine you know when you see like sort of clothes being designed i mean i'm thinking more in the feminine side of things but it's like it's all really nicely drawn on these yes it's like this yeah. it's almost like there's a way to draw fashion designs with the, with the weird the, the sort weird, of squiggly yes. model nothing's joined shit. together no 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 is that sort of something you go through do you learn no. anything like that are you looking up shit uh, about design or are you like fucking this could not be cool. really like you start with buying blanks you know and then it's just kind of like blank t-shirts blank t-shirts and you put your own art on them and then as you progress, you kind of make what they call like tech packs, which is where like, again, we've got someone else that draws up our tech packs and that's the distance between the high point shoulder and then the, the low point shoulder of your armpit or something. And then that's how they actually put together a shirt with the fabric. That's what we did when we went overseas, like China. But, but for a lot of it, it was just blanks and then just your own designs. And I'd hit up like, like my cousin, who's like an artist, or I'd hit up another mate. Like, can you just do that for me? Yeah. Got good ideas, just can't execute. But do that as in what? Like, I'd like this logo. Yeah. Here's a horrible drawing of a logo. Yeah, Can yeah, you yeah. Fucking... Or a bit of inspo or you just yeah, like, right. spout an idea and then you're just back and forth with the artist depending on like, you know, how much, how complex the design is. Mm -hmm. Some people like it pretty cruisy. You just need some like, yeah, you give them like a bit of inspo and it's just a few words, a bit of tweaking to them, yeah. you know? And are you designing for the punters or designing what you like? Oh well, you all you always got to consider like, you know, what the gen the G pop want. But you know, you're doing what you think will be sick for sure. Mm. You just got to kind of back your instincts there, and then mm. you you chat with your mate Grunner, and you're just like, what do you reckon? Like, yeah, that's sick. Or you you mate, there's a lot of copying. Like, no one's re re rewriting the reel in that game. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, absolutely. I actually some uh, 
the uh, there's a couple of things that I've seen on the uh, the Motorino clothing situation recently that I'm going to get my hands on. Mm. Forgive me, my phone keeps going off. It should be on silent. Uh, the the like summer sort of party shirt things. Yeah, they look yeah. like they're very. The fabric looks like texture something is that, very very important. Texture's, texture is texture is percent of the game. Yeah, Obviously, like, design has to it has to look good, but like it needs to feel good. I'm on talking my about body. the party shirt shirt game. Oh, party yeah, shirt yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. texture's fucking. It's texture's king almost. 90% of it is texture But also me. the design. Because yeah. you need to be made to feel like partying. Yeah. Can I just can I just tell a personal story here just about the party shirt scene? My old man, <laughs> he gave me this Hawaiian shirt that actually is on our Instagram. Curtly Bill made fun of me for it because it's like this huge Hawaiian shirt. But the Yeah, fucking, you look like a fat man. Yeah, now. it makes me look huge. But the texture of it mm. is such that it's like, it's kind of what I put on when I get home. Like, it's just so comfortable. What did Curtly say to that? What is it made of, bro? It's my old man knows the fucking fabric and I want to get the fuck I want to find out how I can make more of these shirts right because they're just so comfy um Curtly said big shirt warm beer when we were trying to when we were flirting with him online oh okay right oh, that's by yeah. the by I felt that's, that's li- history now. well I felt a little bit attacked but obviously we got him on you know we. well won. maybe it was the shirt that tipped him it, it might have caught his been. attention back. but yeah, my yeah. old man basically I was like mate I love these shirts he was like I've got a couple more for you in the same material obviously different designs and he bought them over and it's just like the material isn't the same but it's all like there's the designs are so scat yeah <laughs> so i'm like look even if it's close to the material it's like it can't be scat is there a label on it defining the one the of texture one of them's mambo which obviously Mambo had it. No, but I mean like with, what, you know it usually says what it's made of. Oh no, I've been told to I uh, look that I've been told what it is and I will absolutely update the punter and the dribbler at a later date as to the uh the fabric because I think maybe Motorino could use it. Yeah. Uh, potentially down the yeah. track. But like my old man just bought over the shit and he's like, mate, you're gonna love these and I'm like, Okay, sick. Gets over and I just can't tell you how like You've got to sort of humour him because he's like on the party shirt train. He's like, mate, you love this one, you love this, and I'm like, bro. bonding with your old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over party shirts, and I'm like, bro, these are the scuttest fucking shirts. And he's like, now I'm telling you, this is a fucking shirt. You wear a white t-shirt and that with that open, mate. White t-shirt, white t-shirt with it open, and I'm. He's what like, is he Cuban? <laughs> he's like, everyone's doing it. I'm Singer. like, I'm like, yeah, just leave him there, mate. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll send you, you a picture of him. And I'm just like, you no, are dude. a white singlet guy, even if you aren't wearing what them now. The you shirt, will be eventually. Dude, they're mambo, so they're like, like multicolor. Yeah, it's kind of like a vomit. Like one of them has like something like the Australian Very, Jesus yeah. on the back. It was just a big day. You can get sick mambo ones. Friend of the show, Max Downs has got some absolute rippers mambo was great like old ones that he yeah, had yeah. and kept yeah yeah, yeah oh, exactly. exactly i'd love that's old class. school you know like retro t-shirts are kind of in at the moment yeah, like yeah. your fucking harley davidson yeah, or whatever boring. i want retro hot tuna and mambo but mainly <laughs> hot tuna i think if i could get hot tuna that was like yeah, my childhood. I had a hot tuna pencil case. There bro. you go, mate. Wedding material. Yeah, exactly, do you remember yeah. that? Do you remember the pencil case game? Yeah, oh, it, was, it was. It was actually. It was a big flex. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big flex. The pencil case game back in it the day. Was. Oh. And you had like you could change the name in the front of it. Yeah, and it shit. had the little things there, but also like you'd write on it. People would yeah. write messages and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like you didn't want to be the kid with like the Target brand. No, either, like you might have the Target clothes, but hopefully your parents are. <laughs> Forked out at least, at for least the genuine. For the, I'd get like a, I had like a wetsuit, yeah, like a wetsuit material pencil case. Yeah, back when, like back classic. when surf brands were king of the world. Yeah, yeah. Quicksilver was cool as yeah. fuck. Have you thought about Motorino pencil cases? Is that something? <laughs> 
<laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, I suppose people have like semi like wetsuit laptop cases. Yeah, but yeah, also yeah. like the kids. Well, the laptop the case is the new pencil case, right? That is. Yeah, it's a pencil that, case yeah. of the 21st century. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, kids are into fucking clothes and shit. Pencil yeah, case. Yeah, do kids be... still write with pencil? Well, that's the thing, right? Pencil case, probably not that fucking useful. Maybe primary school. It is. They but must. Maybe, you know, you got a little kid's tea and you get a, a fucking pencil case with a bro. Look, I think I think I think we're solving problems. We are yeah. well. Oh, this kid's gonna go to school next <laughs> week and be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah bro, that's you right. see this. This is front foot stuff." Yeah, and we are huge in the eight to twelve year old market. <laughs> Hello, sports. So there will be some kids fucking clamoring for those pencils. Yeah, if yeah we eventually. <laughs> and so, how much? Uh, back to back to topic. <laughs> yeah, sorry. How much? Uh, how much stuff are you dropping like a year or a month? Oh, or whatever? I'm still figuring out like the. I'm still getting the, into the like the collection by collection, but. I don't know. You just kind of you play. I play the field a bit, but yeah, we kind of did a big summer release like Bordies. We did our little party shirts. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. You kind of bring out t-shirts, but I think we're not fully a fashion kind of brand in that sense. So coming into window, I'm focusing big now on like yeah, doing a bit of like varying up my content as well. Yep. And then maybe yeah, hit home hard in like summer. But yeah, with this summer, like yeah, we get a few shirts. Mm few tees and then a couple of boardies and then you know you just throw the accessories in as they come yeah so you were saying you like you drive the soul of the brand mm. what is, what is that what are you what is the soul I of motorena oh, maybe it is just how it started or just is it kind of like the general brand image yeah you yeah know? you know what i mean like especially these days like you're not gonna be a, like a you're not a fashion label like yeah you're not up there right in the big big pencils with the yeah, fabrics yeah. and it's not quite like that so you got to tell a story you yeah, got to yeah. find a vibe that you know you want to you think that people can buy into yeah. people identify with the storyline behind yeah. how something's yeah. sort of coming together yeah like i'm super fortunate that my homies far and close have gotten around it which yeah. is always good be that brisbane overseas fuck wherever and they get around and that yeah that kind of gives you a good backbone as well the first time i actually saw and like was aware of the brand before I realized you were even sort of associated with it was through a lot of the f footy players sort of rocking it. Are they again? Was that like you going, Oi, brother? Can you yeah like sending him shit or do you? How much of it is you going? Here's some free shit. How much of it is them going? Like give us some oh, stuff. Oh, a bit of a bit of both. Like because I played yeah like I was good mates with like a lot of the Roosters boys because I did grade with them. Uh, like did like a bit of off like preseason and that with them and then like obviously have a few sessions i'm pretty good again on the beers with lads so yeah oh cool that's yeah, good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be picked in first grade for that <laughs> and then like i and i was yeah like narps is like my best mate so he when he was still at the chooks he was close lincoln he'd always just end up you know calling me up post you know end of year celebration come join in i'm like fuck all right oh. and then you know i don't know you see him out for beers and yeah. you're still mates with them and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah and then you just i don't know maintain that relationship and then yeah, Dylan like lubed up a lot of it. You know, oh, like, good. Fuck, yeah, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, bro, hard clacker, sweet. That's like, cool. You know? Because that's all like Ponger and shit rocking them. Yeah, that kind of, like, my mate was, um, yeah, his sister was dating uh, Junior uh, Piercy. Mm. And then that kind of just happened up there. And then he just was around it. And we just gave him a hoodie. And then he he posted it. I think, he, you know, I think it was like, 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 and stuff were hitting him up. But he posted it. And I think he just kind of like, he's a bit more of a kind of trendy beachy guy, I guess, mm. which is kind of our vibe, but, you know, whatever. And then he posted and that kind of really put us on the map. Everyone was like, oh, fuck yeah, these guys cool. And we were like, dope. Time. Made a t-shirt with him. We were like, do you reckon we can make a shirt with you? And then that went, yeah, bonkers. So and what was that? 
Is that the It's Cool or whatever? Keep it cool, yeah. Keep it cool. And was that, did he have that tat beforehand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. like, what so do you want to like, do, damn, bro? Is he getting fucking Motorino shit tatted on his <laughs> no, skin? that would be beast, <laughs> That is some serious. Let's see if we can get a Hello Sport tat on Ponga. Oh, oh mate. Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll hit him up. Um, yeah. And then we hit him up and we we're just chit-chatting for a bit. But this was right as he was getting big as well. So we he was like wearing our shit. Was he at Newcastle and, at this point? Yeah, posted in Newcastle. But this was maybe mid his first season. Yeah. Like middle of winter first season. So he was on the way out. He was good, but you know. Throbbing we hard. He was, he was, yeah, getting erect. Very erect. <laughs> yeah, lead and was entering. Lead was time. entering, making yeah. its way up the shaft. <laughs> yeah. Now it's fully entrenched. Oh, yeah. Now he's, oh, now yeah. he's, uh, he's actually donating lead to kids in pencil cases because <laughs> he's just got too much. And he's sponsoring the pencil cases. <laughs> yeah. But then, so we got him, we kind of done the idea with him. And then it was like in the off season, we we're trying to like kind of kick it off. And I think he was like, a bit too big for us by then and you know he was you know he was the flavor of the month everyone was on that when you say he was too big for you was he sort of giving you i'm too big for you vibes no no it was like he's probably got managers but you know we're kind of like we don't want to push we don't want to push the you don't don't look like a desperate bastard but you know we cool we cool but you know he's probably got a lot of dms to go through to sift through as well yeah he was like you know 200 he was a heavy hitter you know you got your nrl players and then you got your Kalins. Yeah, have like, there's a few, like, there's like t- five to ten of the sort of like big dogs. Huge, yeah. huge yeah. followings. Probably. And also, he'd have every brand throwing him like real yeah. cash. And then Where, at the and, end, that's, I think, you know, you're signing with Nike and then you're doing deals with, I saw shit on Sanitarium, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, you maybe manage, like, you can't just be going with the, you know, say these little young punters. <laughs> Uh, more dribblers. Yeah, and then but then we got it done. We yeah. got it done. I was actually up at a mate's wedding and like we launched it and then we like sold out in like two hours. Heck I was like, it. I should have just gone bigger, but you know, you're never quite sure. You never no. sure. Well, we we're trying to get him to post it. And then yeah. He, yeah. So, but we got it done, mate. And it was good. That's good cool. collab. I think yeah. So we got like a good league following. So a lot of obviously a lot of people like it. And it's a cool shirt. Just looks yeah. nice. You mentioned YKTR before, which is like heavy heavy league brand they're doing a bunch of other sort of shit like media sort of stuff heaps like, of content heaps podcast, of content yeah. do you sort of have any connection with them or any or and also do you take anything from what they're doing to try oh and... yeah big time i listen to ice's podcasts when he's got them i don't listen to the ones of the rabbitos boys but um <laughs> he has some good info on you know business and it's always good obviously he's you know a few steps ahead of me but he's doing his thing and he's killing it yeah. so it's mm-hmm. really good to You'd be mad not to listen. And yeah, you end up, he's just regurgitating what he listens to. You know, these Gary Vee guys, yeah. Naval, these kind of big podcasters, big thinkers. And then you end up just listening to their shit as well. Yeah. And so you, mm. yeah, you just, and he he says, oh, I see, I'm copying exactly what these bastards say. Yeah. Like, it's, this is not original content. Yeah. And he's yeah. honest about it. And then I'm like, yeah, well, fuck, I'll listen to them. Well, that's, well, there's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with learning off others. No, yeah. fuck no, like, exactly that's right. Sort of, that's and not you... everyone's going to go listen to Gary Vee, so it's like, you know, exactly yeah, right. he's sort of exactly right. a conduit for people to be able to experience yeah. that. At what point do you start, because you said before you went to China, like at what point do you go, oh, this is not just a fucking, like, the boys' T-shirts and yeah, shit, yeah. like, and you're going, oh, this is actually going all right. Now we're, uh, like, are you paying to go to China just off the business doing well? Like, they're able to, or yeah, you going... yeah, like you go to China, but like, it's always it's a bit of a risk. And like, 
I, I still don't know a lot, heaps about it, but like we got like a middleman we kind of run through and then- um, A Chinese middleman? Nah, like a bloke who knows the China game. Right. I don't so, think you can just fly over there and rock well, up no, and no, start no, knocking on people's factories no, going, yeah. oi. Excuse yeah. me, guys. No, no, that's well, how it man, works. Like, we'll go to Japan and pit stop at China, man. I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> like, I can't speak, I can't read Chinese, bro. Like, I'm not going to rock up and then go, let's go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything? No, but what a sick brand, bro. You want to check it out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, I don't know. You just like, I don't know. We kind of just really established ourselves and you can do it pretty well, bro. Like you can still do a good job going through like wholesalers or you do some little things in China, like you do your hats and your shorts, say, but then your tees, you just got a solid regurgitating good orders, you know, mm. and it's reliable, it's trustworthy. And then we just went there because we were like, we want to start doing our own shit. And we, you know, you've got to naturally progress like yeah. you would in anything. Sure. And then you just go in there for margins, right? Don't yeah. You? But even still, it's not like you got to... I think the thing is you got to find good factories and like we were super hesitant of going over like some people have gone over come back and you and everything's just fucked like mm. and they do that we got some samples back and like you know you got your little motor around the bottom left of the leg and then the sample comes back and it's like top right like near your hip and you're like <laughs> vertically like you like, what bro like how did that end up there when it's the photo the tech pack says it's just down there in the bottom left horizontal yeah so I mean, it's like there. Yeah, there's a big language barrier. If something they like don't that fucks English. up, if something like that fucks up, do they go sorry we fucked up, or are they like stiff shit? Bro? Oh, they're they're sorry like, they fucked they up, pretty... but I'm like I'm dealing with it now, like some of our shit, and like it's not that easy. And you know, you throw in a you know a widespread virus in there. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, is that it, fucking? It gets complicated. Is that making it tough now to well, get? Well, we kind of already got our shipment out of there, so we're all right. That was kind of like last year, but. You know, anyone who's kind of solely trading out of there, yeah. Are they quarantining shipments? I think so. I think so. Like, yeah, there's like travel bans and all that sort of shit too. You'd assume if anything's coming from China, it's. It, yeah. You would hope if we've got this pandemic vibe going on. Punters so and Drillers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. 
Uh, there's also obviously the about even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Certainly, it would certainly make things harder, right? Oh, Which yeah, is not yeah, what like, you want. Where you're trying to make deadlines. Can I just? And shit. Yeah, I and watching, they're not going. They're not going to work. No, like, no. A current affair last night, and this is like again, we don't. A know current what, affair. Well, no, no, no. It must be me. true. No, no, you no. You sink I'm, lower and no, lower. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm talking about how shit this show is. Yeah, yeah, right. It was after, and it's on right after the news, and I watch the news, try to stay informed. You know yeah, what I mean? I want to be yeah. informed at all times. Sure. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so they go, they go. Oh, this coronavirus! It's not just a potential health uh, issue for the population. This could hit people in the hip pocket, and it's like Coca-Cola aren't necessarily going to be able to provide diet-free cokes to the country because sweetener comes out of China, and they're just going through all this shit. And I'm like, my God, bro, this show is, is the pits, who, like yeah. is <laughs> the epitome of shit show. And is that your point? No, it was just about them going through all the things that are going to be affected by yeah. uh, products coming diet from China. Diet And it was like Diet Coke. Well, that's their market. Fucking that's the it. market. It is. They're the Diet Coke market. They got it, so- they got it sewn they've, up. They've got oh, the, the, the people that love artificial sweetener, <laughs> they've got them sewn up. <laughs> what was your, I, what was your I, China I trip like? I didn't go to China. Oh, I went through the middleman. Oh, you just like emailing so, and shit. So, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. all right. So I thought you, because I've got mates who have not clothing necessarily, but uh, a mate who owns a brewery who had to get a bunch of shit from China. And he actually had to go over there. And they've got, like, cities. So he was getting, like, these big sort of... Uh, what are they called? Fuck it. I don't know. But the, vats. the big vats where they're, like, brewing all the beer in. And he had to go over to China. And there are whole, like, fucking huge cities that are just industrial. Mm. So yeah. it's like... It's not like there's... Oh, here's some... Here's, like, the French Quarter, to use a Batuta term. Um, it's just all all industrial and huge and you'd send these videos over and you're like it's this a looks, different world over it there looks like, yeah. it looks like Blade Runner shit like yeah, it's yeah. fucking well, it's like, weird part communist or whatever it is yeah, uh, yeah. well I think it's full communist full blind Dior yeah yeah is always Dior always Dior don't take anything fact check the entire podcast so when you say you want to start getting into content, what are you what are you sort of thinking are you thinking like like Ice like YKT nah like you know He's he's done really well, like uh, just like he's. Yeah, I think the thing with the theme with um, Instagram, especially now, like they're trying to weed out the bullshit. So like you know, we're trying to get rid of you know just people. Uh, well, fake people put posted fake shit. Like they're trying to weed it out, and the way they're doing that, they're getting like like that kind of algorithm they talk about is getting like 
uh, you know, human to human interaction through Instagram. Yeah, you know, they're trying to up that. So there's yeah. no bots. There's no just like rubbish posting of just like big ass. Yeah, you know stupid I mean? shit. Yeah. 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 So and then the way they're doing that, yeah, and the way you know. If I post something like a good video and people are tagging each other on and having a laugh or going, hey, mate, how good is that? You know, then the, the Instagram recognizes that and it speeds that up. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, it puts it at the forefront. So if I'm posting modeling photos too often, everyone's going to be like, nah, see you, mate. Yes. Right. Boring. And boring. Yeah, like, yeah, you've got to give something to your customer that want, you yeah. know, or not even your customer, whoever it is, you're providing something to them. That you know that, that you don't really get anything out. You're just, providing value. Yeah, for free. providing value for free, and then that in turn, hopefully, they have the respect. They'll be like, "Oh yeah," and by the way, I sell clothes. Yeah, sweet. I'll get around. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. So trying to wear. I've been meeting up with a mate next week. Like, been kind of wanting to do some like little short, funny video skits. You know, intertwining the brand, trying to find a good theme on that. But yeah, like little movies and stuff. Man, you can just have them wearing your shit. You know what I mean? Like, in terms, if you're doing funny videos that yeah. people can engage with, if they're wearing your clothes, like that's fucking. And that, at the end of the day, like you want, to, I want to give it that theme, or yeah, fuck, like, you know how like like good shit happens when you're wearing this shirt, or you know, like fuck, man, that shirt's dope, something like that. But or just if as long as it's funny and the and the person laughs, then that's the win right there, regardless of what happens. Yeah, yeah. Of like, yeah, how hard you sell it or not. You yeah. Know? Punters and Dribblers, got some urgent news that Eddie and I need to bring to your attention. Our dear friends at the Batuta Advocate have just released their brand new podcast, Generation Batuta. This is a weekly youth news podcast, okay? Mm. Now, it's featuring stories young people care about using hip language in which they're fluent, all right? Very nice to hear. I always like to be spoken to in the language I'm fluent in. That's right. Listen, if people come to me speaking languages in which I'm not fluent... Like Italian? Or French? It's going to make it tough. It makes it tough for me, and it makes it tough for the punter and the dribbler. That's why we speak to them in dribble and yarn. Correct. Otherwise, it'd be like we were talking in tongues. That's right. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's an absolute no-brainer. Generation Batuta, it is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. Hear all new episodes of Generation Batuta each week for free, only on Spotify, punters, dribblers. G'day listeners, Louis Burke here with Generation Batuta, the stories that matter to you and the other five members of your share house. Open your ears and blow your minds as our weekly youth program brings you stories about pill testing, climate change and a cheeky story about sex to make sure you listen until the end. I am, you are, we are, Generation Batuta. Generation Batuta. Tune in now on Desert Rock FM, or if you don't live in Batuta, listen free, only on Spotify. Now, you're, you've said so far that you're, you're before that your NARP is a good mate of yours. What's it like being a friend of someone going through like a public fucking situation like that? Fuck, bro. They're heavy. Real heavy, eh? He's, um, he's a fuck... He's like, he's like my best mate, bro, and a fucking champion of a bloke. Like, mm. such a good man. And obviously... Yeah, he's you know he's had his moments, and not as we know, not all rugby league players are perfect, nor is every every bloke. Yeah, no, you exactly know, right. and like he, yeah, he's had, he's a bit loose, but he's a madman, bro. But yeah, to see him go through that kind of shit was, um, yeah, just the post, the grand final, into the videos, which was, was such like a high for him, and obviously yeah. everything in that. Oh, too. it was it was dark, man. It was hectic. Yeah, you just you wouldn't wish that upon anyone. Yeah. Like and like, you know, his mum came down and we're just like sitting there with like him and his cousin or whatever and you're just going like this is fuck this is intense, like hectic, but you know, like 
you just got to kind of ride it out and just be there with him. Like when the second video came out, you're just like, fuck. And is he, what's, is his manager or the Bulldogs at the time, is there sort of some sort of crisis plan or is it just, oh, well, we just got to yeah, roll so strange, with this bro. thing? Like, it was basically just, he like, I think I think when that one of the second one came, found out, it was like, just get off the, he went, get off the training pitch, went straight home, you know, and just locked in. Yeah. Mm. I, don't, like, I mean, like, and like, we went away together, then you know, I met him, met him in New York, and I was just like, mate, you know, by the way, none of this, like, no one we ever know has ever been through anything like this before. Like, yeah, it takes, it'll take a toll on a man. Like, yeah. the kind of, yeah, the, the intensity of that all, like, mm. but to his credit, he's a strong dude, like, and he's got a good support network, but he is a strong guy upstairs. Yeah. And he, and he handled it like a champ. And I think he's going to be back. Like last year, he was good. But this year, I think he'll be back bigger and better for sure. Yeah. And what do you think? And I, I mean, for someone like him, where it's, uh, you know, he's he comes in NRL, he's this young kid, he's killing it, and he's fucking eating people, and he's fucking just absolutely, you know, he's, he's just eating his, them. Eating oh, them. Fuck, mate. And then, you know, so he's seeing all the positive sides of rugby league. And it's not just a Napa, a Napa thing here, but no. like, then, the, you know, he's experiencing that fucking, that dark side of success mm. and fame where it's like, there are pieces of shit out there that are after you. There's also media companies that are profiting oh, off the yeah. sort of misfortune of others. What is, is there a, and I mean, you know, can you speak to the sort of sentiment uh, that you know, not necessarily just him, but you know, players like that, especially maybe the younger players, have towards the media and the way they yeah. sort of handle. Because I know we've sort of yeah. spoken in the past where you're like, you're quite sort of off your sort of rugby league journos and yeah. how they go yeah, after. Yeah, it's just nasty, isn't it? Like you know, because at the end of the day, they're just trying to, they're just trying to sell papers. So like their intentions to start with aren't, they aren't great, but. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's going to be reported either way, isn't it? Like, that's just the bottom line. But they just, fuck. When it happened to Junior, when he did that whole dog incident, that mm. was hectic as well. Like, yeah. the way they were just carrying on and, like, crucifying mm. this bloke. And when I was there, he was, like, the first bloke that came up to me, you know, and I'm 17, yeah. and he's just like, G'day, mate, my name's Mitch. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the club. And I'm right. just going, fuck, like, yeah, yeah. this is, you know, Mitch Pierce. Well, it's just, it's political correctness going mad oh, in a sense, right, where people are like, I need to it's say hullabaloo. this. It's hullabaloo. Well, that's it. That's exactly right. It's hullabaloo. <laughs> and we live in the era of hullabaloo. I mean, th let's be honest. It was a it was a funny gag. What Mitch yeah. did. What was, Mitch did was, that was that's 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 I'm at a kick ons and I'm gonna have a bit of a I'm a bit of a funny gag. Delirious right? delirium like silliness, you know what I mean? It's like but everyone's to, fucking cooked and to, look at me with the dog. It's but a bit to of a imply that he was somehow molesting the dog no. is just is just madness. Yeah. And the poor boss, he got banned for what? Eight nine weeks. And he yeah. got his fine, bro. Like his fine, fine was, was hundred twenty grand. Hundred twenty grand. Like that, that is outrageous. Bro, that, well, that and the Roosters two thousand sixteen season. They did. Like, you almost we came were, last. Yeah, we were just. And then poo. he had to come out and make the public apology and all that. And, and it's, was, it, that's oh, what that it is. Heavy, it's hullabaloo. Yeah. Especially oh, it gets blown right out of proportion. Yeah. But like, at the same time, it's like, well, fuck. How else was it gonna go down, bro? But it's like we keep feeding that narrative. If you keep feeding that narrative, oh, it's fucking you can't be doing that, mate. You know these rugby league players are buzzer off field in that trash games, getting on their high horse. It's like, mate, and all the blokes on that panel are just absolute piglets from the eighties, like yeah. when nothing was filmed. No, nothing exactly. was filmed, and 
only everything was drunk. Like you would have just been on. They were on the piss every night all after training. And shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. that's also the thing as well. That's kind of like super hypocritical. Is sort of the the older rugby league sort of narrative is like, oh, you know, back in our day, we were bloody, you know, we'd have a bit of a drink, scallywag. This, uh, but then it's like players doing scallywag shit, and they're like, well, you can't be. It's a different time now. Yeah, social yeah, media, yeah. you gotta well, be smarter. It's like, well, fuck. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, that's true, but also like, come but you on. you love to sit there and tell stories and yarns about how wild you were back in the day, right? Yeah. But then, oh, these boys are crossed the line. All the it's fucking, like, like you all the corpy, yeah. the corpy oh, circuit is filled with former rugby league players. Telling those stories. Talk, telling stories of, like, the, some of the most despicable shit, and you're like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Right. You're getting paid, like, $15,000 for a half an hour chat, and then you'll get on a, at some TV show and be like, mate, Mitchell Pierce shouldn't be fucking doing yeah, that. Yeah, you know? bro. But, I mean, like, whether or not they, they believe what they're saying... They're, they're, it's we live in an era of hullabaloo where you have to say that, well, otherwise other, you yeah. will be crucified too. That's the yeah. problem, though. I think with like the the sort of the t the modern the the not modern media, sorry, the like established media of TV and radio and shit. Where you can't get on there and be like, "Fuck, guys, can we just relax?" Mm. Like, it's all good. And then also that piece of shit who filmed Mitch and then it's sold set, it for yeah. like a thousand bucks. You're like, oh, bro, you like yeah, is that how much you're like you a, a, a thousand bucks? Yeah, it was yeah, something. Yeah, fucking yeah, no, but, like, what you've done, nothing. what you've done is so grubby. Yeah, like, yeah. is that what you? What's were? worse, what Mitch did to that dog, or what you did to Mitch? And I would say, without question, what he did to Mitch was fucking. Yeah. A if you're in the business of ruining someone's life, or you know, attempting to for cash. Like you, oh, but also, but also, someone you don't know, yeah. someone you've never met, and also, like, if you're in that less game, than, less than like two weeks' rent's worth of cash. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's just like Dribble. it's such like n not that if it was a million dollars, you go and well, that's, but it's just like it was not even money. Mm. It was just yeah, because he's probably a moron that one didn't think about the you know the gnarliness that this would cause upon the game, and then two obviously didn't think hard enough about. How much money he could have gotten? Well, that's also true. So he probably fucked. undersold himself there. So sucked in, mate. He absolutely I think he worked at like Donut the King pubs. Yeah, Donut, Donut King. King like the, no, Donut time. Donut, Donut time. Donut time. Donut and time. And we were all like, we're gonna fucking break it. Like, just <laughs> blowing up. Well, they went into administration, so, yeah, so yeah. karma has a it, it irons people out. You shouldn't have hired that brick. Yeah, <laughs> karma has a funny way of acting. Yeah. Um. So rugby league, obviously, you love the game. You're, you're very passionate about roosters, it. man. Roosters. You're a roosters man, but you're also you're very um. You're passionate about your beliefs uh, around the game and also around the, the missteps of rugby union. Oh, yeah. Far out. Do you see a way in which, and I'm, also, I'm honestly asking, in, in which he can recover? Because oh. you obviously played the game and I'm, yeah. I think that underneath there is a love there, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, big time. Like, I mean, we all love fuck watching the Wallabies going on. I've yeah. never, ever gotten around the Tars. <laughs> no respect to the boys that all played for whatever. But, I, you know, we just, I didn't have Foxtel and I just didn't watch the Tars. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you know. Again, just in that sentence, a problem with rugby. Yeah. I didn't have Foxtel. I didn't watch the Tars. Yeah. It's like, well, they made it impossible for fucking yeah. people who didn't have yeah. Foxtel. We're still, yeah. We were watching, you know, 4 p.m. games with ads yeah. back then on yeah. a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, bro. Like... It's hard. It's just not easy as well when like half your, your half good talent gets like half of your half good talent. Not all your thoughts just piss off overseas as well. So you're just like, you're constantly losing anyone that's half good, maybe going to get better, go away. Yeah. 
I don't know, bro. It's it's big. It's back to the drawing board. But then they just do dumb shit, like not promote the NRC or like. Oh, there was like one ad, there one was one the ad on the circuit on for for the World Cup, and it was a good ad. Like Fox Sports <laughs> make good ads. Like you see the Fox leagues ad the, coming up to the NRL, they'll have the fuck like that minute long. Even like come up to like the Bruce's versus Melbourne game round ten, and there would just be this sick preview ad, yeah. and you're yeah. just like fuck yeah, let's go. Like, yeah. Yeah, Union don't do. They had like one of them for the World Cup, and I was yeah. like, "Bruh, like you're in need of serious revival now, yeah. now, yeah, yeah, fucking get out the CPR, get out the everything. Let's shock this bad boy to the bone. Like yes. it's in Japan, it's going to be in relative, like all the games are going to be played in what prime time time for Sydney and yeah. and Australia. Let's really cash in on this. Is a must must win for us. Yeah. And then they just fucking drop the ball again. Let's just get some old school highlights of old Australian teams that were good yeah. and just show them in slow yeah. motion of like, could this be another yeah. time hey, where exactly, we can do mate. this shit Mate, again? you could find good people, like good movie makers, even if they're young and you, if you don't have the cash, go out and find people making good content and air they're young. Tasker. They should just and be just, air tasker. And just go, let's put together some things that are going to get lead in pencil yeah. and it's oh, going to get mate. people pumped up. I will tell you right now, if there was a sick spine tingling ad for the World Cup, I'd watch every game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be up and about. But they've abandoned promotion. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, like, it's a weird thing. Eh? But yeah, it's like these ads could just like build that little bit of fire back in. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. The Wallabies, yeah, this is us. Let's yeah. go. We've got Australia. Shots of Use big, that. You know, <laughs> use that we're all Australian. Watch yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just, yeah, we are Australian. Feed off my national pride <laughs> yes. here. And yeah, also, we're in a, we rug have. in a Rugby World Cup when it's like, if I'm ever going to be interested in this fucking sport again, it's going to be in a World Cup year when it's all In prime line, time. Don't have to get up time, at 3am. But also yeah. where, where I basically abandon all logical thinking and think that we could win this. Dare to dream, Tom. Dare, Dare to dream. dream. Yeah. We've all got it. We've all got it. Mate, that is, that is almost the Australian way. We're underdog fighters and we like coming in as the underdogs and going for it. Yeah. And then they just drop the ball on that one as well. And you're like, well, fuck, mate. Like, What do you want us to do? What, what do you expect? You're running one ad on, on fucking Fox Sports. And I'm yeah. like... Which you know, I don't have. Yeah, which the people don't have. Like, why aren't they out and about? And there's just all over your Instagram. Like, you know, they, they could tell that we're footy followers mm. on Instagram. It's not hard. We follow and we're active on football accounts. You know, footy teams, even fucking league teams. Yeah, target us. Get those wallaby ads in front of us. It's not yeah. fucking hard. Young blokes that love footy. Yeah. Maybe the old diehard union fans won't be as active on the socials. But they're watching But they're anyway. gonna be watching it anyway. They're gonna be watching yeah. it. Yeah, anyway. yeah, 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 yeah. You need you need cattle, you need eyeballs, right? Yeah. And the old diehards are always going to be there, even though some no, are leaving though, the game. Dude, old diehards aren't all going to be there. My my uncle is as rugby... I may have even said I this remember. before. As rugby guy. union as you want. And he's like, nah, it's dead. And I'm like, I was... That made me, like, fearful. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? And he's like, nah, mate, it's done. Because he'd always be like, nah, nah, mate, we're right. Just need to bloody work on the... you know." And yeah, he's yeah. like, nah, nah, it's dead. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean it's dead? Yeah, he's yeah. like... No, no, it's done now, mate. No, it's done. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it's a good point. And like throbbers like Kurtley Beal, who, you know, young men are drawn to, right? Well, and old men. They, they don't do anything with this. They don't do anything with the throbbers. Nothing. Yeah. When Kurtley re-signed for a year, they did an interview with him that was like with Phil Kearns, who unfortunately, Phil, and obviously you're welcome anytime, but could put the most, you know, 
uh, nocturnal or, you know, uh, I can't remember the term for someone that can't sleep. Unfortunately, it's... it's insomniac. 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 Yeah, yeah. Phil could put an insomniac to sleep. And it's him just talking to Kurtley. And Kurtley is doing his best to try and fucking keep this thing interesting. But it's it sucked. Yeah. You're like, let's use these guys that you've got on contract to fucking... But, oh. but also, like, David Pocock, bro, like, he's an animal, he's a beast, and he's got the thickest chest possibly in the world. I think in the history of that. Well, out of, out of you know, out of 8 billion, he may he have the thickest chest, but he's not that charismatic, bro. No. No. Don't roll him out. Roll out the young throbbers who can chat, who can have a yeah. laugh, who can be a bit cheeky. Do you know what I mean? You do a documentary maybe on David's back and just yeah. sort of like the different muscles that we're looking at. That's and interesting. An anatomy class. An anatomy thing on Get David's back. Get all the uni back. students back into it. That's that we it. know probably there are we in the union. Well, they're, they're probably still in the union as well, but it's like, Here's a muscle we've never seen before in David's back. This is why he has eight veins in his calf. That's something I could be interested in, but they just seem to... Just not get it, bro. They like, don't get it. They oh, mate, you it. jump behind like, you know, let's fuck, let's get Silverchair back together and, you know, tie it all in with the wobble. Some sort of Australian icons because we're like pulling that on idea. I was like cranking Silverchair on the way here to get yeah. pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Dude, Daniel yeah. Johns oh. maybe singing yeah. some oh. sort of pro-Australian anthem? Oh, mate, Powderfinger, you know, I don't know. Find some sort of Australian icons, band together with them, use their platform Maybe as an well. Australian supergroup. Powderfinger, Silverchair, Midnight Oil, Living oh. End. Because we, we do Jet. all love the Wallabies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of like... Um, like almost like world, yeah, yeah, feed the fucking... world sort of Michael Jackson vibes. Yeah, even yeah. though Michael's well, you know, maybe not Michael, but <laughs> you know Australian I mean? Michael Jackson versions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Less the pedophilia, minus keep the pedophilia. Yeah, keep it sort of keep it legal. Keep it on. Keep it eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Look, they're just they're just ideas we've come up we've with in a short amount out of time. Like ten ideas in uh, in sort of five minutes. So I mean, anything's possible. But, but you are a league man. Do you like? Do you like the Chooks' chances of going the the three P? Really? Be, on, be honest, be honest. Don't, don't come on here yeah. and beat your oh, chest oh, and you know I wouldn't and mate. paint and you your face and shit. I'm honest, mate. I'm honest. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not beating my chest. I will. Nah, look, mate. I think anyone like it's so hard to know you out. I think with the Chooks, great side. I think we've got a really good chance under Robbo always. Mm. Um. Uh, we're coming, yeah, coming in. I think the pressure might be off a little bit, maybe, just without having... Well, there's less expectation. Let, well, I mean, we've done the back-to-back. We've done the impossible, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I will sign off every time on Instagram, <laughs> hashtag B2B, when you're dribbling at some other dribbler. Um, but, yeah, I think we've got a good chance. But then it's also like, I don't know, maybe no trail, but then, well, fuck, who's, who's looking as hot as we are as well? Yeah. I think Manly looking good, Melbourne. Mm, yeah. South, South, dude, South. Nah, yeah, well, I get that. <laughs> but they but look good. They look good. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about rugby league is, you just never know, mate. I tell you, I just—it's so. No cool. one was going to pick Canberra, and they were a genuine. Like they fucking had us to the sword. Yeah, the, the milk. The milk thing, have like a unique was. ability though to go fantastic one year, then they'll miss the eight yeah, easily yeah. the next, and then great again, and then miss the eight. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not blaming Ricky for it, but Ricky's got a fantastic. It's almost a skill that Ricky has to get a team up and then just... They yeah, yo-yo stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Look, I mean, again, but that's why that's why we keep turning up every year because it's so unpredictable. Yeah. And God, the even is each, sexy. I'm each like, game, oh, I mean, look, in the last couple of years, yes, the Roosters have featured heavily in the f- grand finals. Yes, Melbourne has as well. That's been predictable to a degree. But the rest of it, week to week, unpredictable as fuck. The top eight, unpredictable. Like, they're talking about teams like Manly. They said we're going to come last yeah, last yeah. year. We can't, we almost made the top four. We, we pretty much six, won the thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're a... T- we're a t- so without Tommy Turbo, without Tommy Turbo. Oh, I mean, We're a Tommy next. Turbo away from playing Canberra in Canberra. Yeah. And I like our chances oh, in the cold. I really it. do. Yeah. We'd done them a couple of weeks earlier. So, any, I mean, look, we're probably realistically looking at a Roosters Manly grand final <laughs> if Tommy Turbo's fit. And then the boys get pumped up to avenge the, the, the horror of 2013. So, I think really... <laughs> the robbery oh, yeah. of 2013. The, the robbery. <laughs> oh, what a grand final that was. Point is, anything's possible in the great game, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But do I like the Chooks going back to back? I think it depends. Back to back to back. It depends what happens with if Kiri steps up right and just and demands all the nut and plays both sides of the field. Yeah, possibly. Just depends. Like, what's the the new Kyle Flanagan? It depends how he goes. I think the Sharks Sharks will rue the day. I think they'll rue the day they let Kyle Flanagan go in place of Chad Townsend. No knock on Chad. Chad from Chad. Chad from Chad. Aphantasia sufferer. The Chad. The Chad. I just think Kyle Flanagan just reminds me of somewhere they'll go like, ah, oh, fuck, we shouldn't have let him go. And you know what? Even, it, he, it'd he be pure be roosters. He could be the Chad to Maloney. And yes. like, like you, like you, well, what, you know, you know what I mean. I got yeah, you. No, yeah, no, yeah, you're picking it up. But it's just, I mean, yeah, the roosters have a knack for picking real well. Yeah, Getting... and developing well. We... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they develop real well. Oh, everyone's counting about the buy and It's like, mate, look at the team. Everyone basically paid 20s there. Yeah, but they... Bar, like, yeah, I mean, you don't Tedesco. develop 20s, though, bro. Like, you do, but also you kind of buy the 20s, right? Like, Oh, no. Ty well, from Penrith. Did they, yeah, were they, they make it, so. did, they, did they buy your 20s <laughs> side? No, no. Isaac Lee was like, when I was my first year of training grade, you know, three-time premiership winner or two-time, <laughs> missed out on 13. Um, he, yeah, he was on like five. I think he was on like, you know, a small off-season contract before it was like big. And he was on oh, there, okay. you know, rolling the dice in 2000, in, coming into the 2012 season. Did a few years at Newtown and then just grind his way in. And I no one would have seen Joey Manu's kind of rise. Really? So he wasn't a young... No, I don't think he was... A, I, I, no, no, he was no throbber like Trell was. No. But we got Trell early, like... Yeah, 16. That's here with the Roosters, dude. Uh, yeah. The Roosters will get players like Trell and Boyd Corden where it's like, oh, we've got some generational throbber we spotted out. And yeah, fucking... Boyd has been here since like 15. But that's what I mean, though, right? They'll spot someone like him like when he's... Getting pulled SG ball to go to a trial with the NRL. Yeah. game by Brad Fiddler. Like... Yeah, it's like who's a... now the Australian captain. But yeah. they'll like spot him in fucking <laughs> old bar playing rugby league and like, oh, this guy's fucking good. Like, yeah, let's... yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw yeah. the kitchen sink at him and maybe leave like a frozen water cash in his freezer. That's what deep pockets get you. Many, many scouts. Yes. No. no Did no, you no. see that Trent Robinson got his $140,000 Mercedes stolen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Trent's paid for that himself, right? That's out of his own pocket, in surely. A, in a frightening home invasion, I heard. Well, I don't know if they. But I don't think it was home. that frightening given they were asleep, asleep upstairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I say it. as well, if you watch the video, it looks like the players playing a prank. It, the, the guys looked like footy players breaking in there and just stealing the car. I was like, oh, I could see that. It's a good culture down at the Yeah, you know, it's a bit of sort of loud. Like, oh, Trent left his keys at training. We're going to go and fucking rob him. Oh, so they've got the keys. Well, I'm making all this up. I'm just... (laughs) Oh, so there is no video. No, no, there's a video. There's a video video of these guys getting into the car. Right. 
but I didn't see beyond them approaching the car. Beyond so the frame. I don't know or if they the like frame. smashed a window yeah, or some yeah. shit. I'm not sure. Yeah, we, yeah got, the link got put up and then I was like the Telegraph and I was like, I don't have time for this no, right no, now, no. mate. Well, also, I'm not subscribed, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking paywalls. Yeah, no. Anyway. No. Um, before we wrap this up, a couple of things we got to get to. Do you remember your beep test? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are throwing big chat. Big 15. You're throwing 15s He's and throwing 15s, bro. I got 12.5. But, but he backed that up with a bit of Rowan chat. I was like, yeah, yeah. That, I can believe that. You would have You been, get it. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, you would have been very lean at yeah. the time. So lean. So lean. And, uh, and like, you, you know, you would be you're 10, 11, like, not a lot of meat on you. Yeah, you're running. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, we did the yo-yos when I was at the Chooks. Explain a yo-yo. So the beep test is like that kind of back, like 24, 24 20 back. Yeah. And then you kind What's of... What's a man gra- capable of? Yeah, And yeah, it yeah. just gradually increases. I only did it with Gary, but I missed it because I got suspended. Didn't you ever... Uh, why? Oh, well, for the last big run, the big 15K run, everyone's jeaning up for me and a couple of mates like ran, turned the first corner, like took our pants off and then like started running in like undies. And then they like pulled us aside and then like sent us home because we, saw- we signed contracts the day before saying so we wouldn't fuck up anymore running in your undies yeah and I was like oh sorry the kangaroos are gonna be a bit off it what the fuck's wrong with that yeah bit annoying because that would have been like near peak fitness because you're just like you're you're fit but so never did but yeah then the yo-yo is like you run 20 back and then you walk like 5 metres to another line you walk back 5 metres so it's like a stop start a bit more relative to maybe like you stop starting footy that we play and then you're up again and it's different numbers so you didn't do a beep test at school? Yeah. Well, we need a number. Yeah, we just—I'm not—I'm not allowing you out of the oh, studio well, I here. Oh, mate, peak, Obviously, you're bro, bigger than I'm both t- of us. Like, I was, I was running down. against the guy when we were going. I was running, and I was like third. He was like second. He was like fourteen four. So I reckon I could have pushed into the 14s. So you reckon you're in the 14s? Maybe, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to give you a 14 flat because if you don't fourteen give eight. Us a number, we'll 14 give you a 14 eight. 14 eight. Eight. Yeah, and I can go all day, bro. I got a motor, bro. And what did you boys. get? I, th- I think I got 15-1. Okay, that's so no fucking fast, man. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's like record-breaking stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, Eddie, you're a bit of a beast, and I love that. But, but 12-5 know. is nothing to turn your nose up at either, as I think. Wait, <laughs> no, I think it's all right. It's all right. It's part of the course. It's part um, of the course. Another one I wanted to introduce, just off the back of, obviously, uh, the punter and the dribbler's feverish support of the uh, the rom-com. Mm. Do you have a go-to rom-com bounce on a Sunday? Oh. Yeah, I've been loving this. I've been this loving is... the Bracey chat. Well, yeah, exactly. Brace. Yes. Yeah, nudes fucking nudes oh, on I, I ran into him in New York. I went and oh, that's right. Dribbles abroad. <laughs> oh, KD, KD, yeah, shout yeah, out yeah, to yeah, yeah. KD. Shout out, shout out. And he's like, yeah, come over, come up to this buck and bar, blah blah blah. And I was hammered watching the Longhorns play with a mate. And the Naps was there when because I was with Dill, and then I met him. Went up this balcony, and I was just looking up there. And it's the first time I got on a rooftop in New York, and I was like, holy fuck, like. Summer set and it's golden, and then bang, just lock horns and brace. And I was like, Did you just bump into him? Oh, he was with KD. Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Over from LA for the weekend. Me and Brace were tight back in the day, but we were in each other's MySpace top friends, bro. Oh, wow. Oh, really? That's it. Punters dribbling. He was was like my cadet leader, my pipes and drums leader, and we just had that special brotherhood. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then we saw each other and we just fucking like hugging, like it's been fun. Five years or who Broed knows out. since we were dribbling at the oak however oh, long ago. good new york bro out see dribblers oh. they speak to each other yeah. they're oh, drawn man, to each found other it. yeah and then you know credit to the man bro 
cut it like we've been yeah we're cranking beers on night new york things and then we're like at this bar and it was like this nice kind of bar god i don't even know where and then he's just in there like shirts a mess full pint in hand at like four in the morning just hammered and i was like fuck yeah, yeah bro like you away. know this isn't like any la vibes like I'm a bit, you know, I'm, I'm trendy. I'm trendy. You know, I don't know what way. you could have become if you're an LA gimp or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, he's fucking Aussie as fuck. Pint as well. Not <laughs> yeah. even a schooner. This is a 4 a.m. I was like, fucking oath, mate. He rips like, in for the nation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He puts, yeah. Uh, he puts us on the map well. I'm like, hopefully those other actors see and go, yeah, that's the boys. That's right the Australia I wanted. Love yeah, that. Love Loved that. it, mate. But so the rom com. The rom com. The rom com. I had to just fucking like, okay, man. We're all friends of the show. No, absolutely. Cool. All We're dear friends. All dear friends. KD's got it in his bio. Hello Sport yeah, alum. Yeah, yeah, he's got KD's KD at Hello Sport. Yeah, 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 it's in a bio. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. internationally. Yeah. Um, mate, I loved uh, Eddie's uh, reference to Titanic the other day. That's, I bought that video when I was like, Five with like my piggy bank movie with my sister. It was like my favorite. It is my favorite movie. Titanic. It's Titanic. the best. Well, you can't right. go past it, it. Yeah, but it it might be just too emotional for a Sunday. That's true. It is. It's three hours as well. Yeah. It's the, it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Three hours allows you though to sort of room to move to be in and out of it. You know what I mean? You can fall asleep, wake up, and you're like, oh, we're still going. Yeah. This is cool. I watch yeah. a little bit, drift yeah. in and out. Yeah. Um, pause for food. Pause yeah. for food. Now, pause, pause for a full Mongolian lamb. <laughs> or, you know, I mean, Kate Winslet, probably one of the earliest women in my life to, to that standpoint. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And yet, that, that mate, that car scene. Yeah. Sweaty, 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 sweaty window, oh. hand on it. I mean, it gets, it still gets me going. It doesn't yeah. get and a young Jack, bro. He a was, young he was Jack. Hot. That's the, as hot as a man's looked. Physically, like in, in, Ryan Gosling, struggling artist. Ryan like, Gosling, yeah. the best a man has been has dressed. Ever, yes, Leo, young Leo, late nineties Leo. Oh. That's as that's that's it. That right could there. be it. That's yeah. it. When as he a, wears that tux, yeah, dance, bro. He oh, of course, he can move. Yeah. He can draw. He's also not overwhelmed by the high society bullshit. You no, know no, he, he knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. He knows who he is. Makes a great speech. Gets a couple of hear hears. Yeah. Uh, great tone. That's very phenomenal. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> very impressive. And, uh, look, paper, to be honest, you know? yeah, <laughs> a great man lost. gone too early. A great man gone too early. Yeah, Vale Jack. Yeah, Vale yeah. Jack Dawson. Yeah. Um, Clary, brother, thanks for coming in, man. Oh, this, is fun. Sure. this is fun. Um, where do people go to get all their North Bondi Motor um, I made a little promo code for all my brother dripplers out there. Oh, so fuck yeah. Jump up. on the uh, website, www.northbondimotorino.com.au and make a little transaction and then enter the discount code Dribblers, <laughs> and you get twenty percent off. Twenty uh, percent oh, off for the dribblers, and uh, on Instagram at nbmsc, or yeah, you'll find North Bonner Motorino Social Club, and uh, that's us, bro. Fuck Beautiful. yeah! Thanks for that's coming. That's a in, no brother. brainer. Twenty oh, percent. Oh, cheers, brother. Legend. Beautiful. Right. Be Thanks for having us. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>